Welcome to the LDN Radio Show, brought to you by the LDN Research Trust. I'm your host, Linda Elsigood. I have an exciting lineup of guest speakers who are LDN experts in their field. We will be discussing low-dose naltrexone and its many uses in autoimmune diseases, cancers, etc. Thank you for joining us. This evening I'm joined by Dr. Patrick Callas from Canada, who's a LDM prescriber. And thank you for joining us, Patrick. Thanks for having me, Linda. Now, I've spoken to you before and really exciting news. You're about to move. Uh, would you like to tell us where you are at the moment and where you're moving to? Absolutely. So I practice on a little island uh, on the west coast of British Columbia in Canada, uh, a little community of 10,000 people, although most of uh, well, I shouldn't say most, but a large amount leave now that winter is on us. They all go further south, so the population's a bit smaller at the moment. <laughs> uh, but mm-hmm. I practice here in my own clinic that I set up for four years since I graduated from school as a naturopathic doctor. And uh, I'm making a big change, my wife and I, uh, at the end of this year. So we're uh, moving to Vancouver uh, so we can both pursue new career opportunities. I'm going to be teaching at my college part-time and then practicing at a clinic uh, in South Surrey, so just outside of Vancouver, a little further east, uh, uh, with uh, some of my colleagues there called Cymedica Group. Wow, interesting times for you. Mm-hmm. You're going to be you're going to be busy. And I can quite understand people wanting to move because I believe Canada can be very, very cold in winter. <laughs> yes. We tend to flee south to uh, the U.S., Mexico, and other places, although uh, given the uh, recent uh, election results, I'm, I wonder if some Canadians might skip over the U.S. for at least four years, but we won't go into that. <laughs> <laughs> well, depends if there's a wall built as well, doesn't it? So, well, we're looking forward to one built between us and them. No. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so getting back to being an LDM prescriber, mm-hmm. I I would think you've possibly been prescribing it for quite a while. How long has it been now? Four years. I um, I guess I <clears throat> my mentor, Dr. Neil McKinney, who's in Victoria and uh, deals mainly with cancer care. He's actually an international speaker on naturopathic oncology. Um, I've sort of been at his side and was his me- his mentee uh, working under him for a couple of years. So I was on the sidelines right from after I graduated in September 2012, and then I got my prescriptive license. I guess near the end of 2012. So ever since I've had my license, I've been prescribing LDN. So for almost four years, sort of three and a half years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And would you say you have treated more cancer patients than autoimmune, or has it been a, a mixture? I see more cancer patients because that was my, A, my passion. It's one of the things that drew me, drew me to be a naturopathic doctor. I have had family and friends uh, die far too soon and uh, thought we could do better. And uh, so I, that, that's been my focus and passion. So overall, I've seen more cancer patients because that's where my energy and training has been. Um, mm-hmm. Can't think of the exact what, amount, dozens, cancer- dozens anyway. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, what cancers have you treated and, you know, how have you gone about treating them and what has the results been? <laughs> it's, a, it's a big topic because it depends where they are in treatment. But I've, 
seen a very wide variety uh, of cancers, uh, colon, breast, cervical, lots of prostate recently, um, uh, several different blood cancers, lymphomas, leukemia, um, and all ages. I haven't seen so many children. You know, most of my patients with cancer are 50 to 70 years old, but I've seen quite the range uh, and variety of them. Um, and, you know, to put to two different broad categories, either I'm supporting chemotherapy, radiation, or, can, uh, or surgery uh, with, with, through med- medical system or medical doctors, uh, or I am, uh, you know, providing care, only naturopathic care to people who don't have those options or done with those options or really don't want to pursue chemo, radiation, or surgery. Um, but it is our stance that... Uh, we don't. We always encourage that if those options are available and, re, and and have good, you know, are promising for that specific cancer, then we do encourage them to take that option. Um, but it's mainly supportive, and it's you know uh, the trick with naturopathic medicine <laughs> is that we. I also do use uh, many other uh, treatments to support where where the cancer patients are at. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know that mm-hmm. LDN isn't a standalone treatment. Mm-hmm. I mean, the great adjunctive. Treatment. What other Mm-hmm. Yes. What other, I was going to say remedies, what other? <laughs> we say it on the office, but we're not supposed to say it on the air or Treatments. otherwise, right? <laughs> but yes, the support, <laughs> the uh, natural support. <laughs> yeah. What What do you use? Uh, a variety of things. You know, uh, one thing that uh, my colleagues have found, so all the other naturopathic oncologists and some of the medical doctors like Akbar Khan and uh, I know some other folks you've interviewed too, uh, have really noticed that uh, LDN works really well, has a real good synergy with mistletoe lectin therapy, so that uh, has lots of evidence, uh, a high level of evidence for use in supporting chemotherapy, almost all chemotherapy, uh, because it really bolsters the immune system. Um, but I will use it for most cancers. It, you know, it may not be my first-line choice, depending on how many other uh, treatments we're using for them, but I, I use it for probably the, the vast majority of my uh, cancer patients, whether they're undergoing active uh, medical treatment or if uh, it, you know we're just holding the line and keeping their cancer in remission, or, or you know, in, in the hope that it'll completely be in remission long term. <clears throat> and what would you say the results have been that you've seen? I. Overall, you know, what I always tell my patients when I work with them with cancer, wherever they're at in the the course of their cancer, whether it's a really early one or stage four, and it's you're my last best hope, which I see a lot of, uh, I tell them the honest truth that, you know, depending where they're at, the results may vary. But in general, I see the majority of my patients live longer. Uh, I, I like to joke that they outlive their expiry tag and... Uh, they have a better quality of life, you know, you know, especially when you get to some of those late stage fours, we don't always see a great extension of life because it's, you know, the, the train is already kind of plowing off the tracks at that point. But just to see an improvement of quality of life is a big win at that point and more comfort. Um, but overall, mm-hmm. most of my patients do better. I'll give you an example. One of my uh, really great success stories is a, uh, was an overweight a kidney cancer patient he had one kidney left that they removed the more tumorous one and the other one had uh, tumors and was starting to get into the ribs uh, into the, the 
had metastasized to his, near, his ribs nearby, and LDN was a part of the protocol used along with uh, some natural supports like mistletoe therapy uh, at first and uh, some high doses of vitamin C, um, alpha-lipoic acid, uh, and a few others. And uh, he's far outlived uh, his life expectancy according to uh, initial prognosis. And uh, he said some time ago that he's never felt so good. He lost a bunch of weight, which was part of the, unfortunately, part of the, the side effect of the chemo. But since then, his weight has gone up and stabilized. His muscle mass has returned. And he's been feeling great and has lived way longer uh, than was expected. And right now, he's, everything is stable and he's doing excellent, which is uh, amazing. <clears throat> mm. That's really very good. And what about autoimmune patients? Mm -hmm. I've seen a few more of those lately. One of the first autoimmune cases uh, um, was one of the best, which really kind of, you know, I've read the case studies and, and heard what colleagues had to say, but it's always good to see something firsthand as a new doctor. And it was for a uh, middle-aged woman with ulcerative colitis had, even from my perspective, from natural supports, had tried most everything and not had much response. And the only thing that she took from a, my first visit was her, from her was uh, with her was doing the LDN, and she went from she was underweight, she couldn't work very well uh, because just low energy, and she couldn't absorb anything. Her her list of foods that she could like tolerate was shrinking because they just all were causing her digestive irritation um, more and more, and uh, she was losing weight, energy, and hope, and. Uh, she didn't follow up for a while with me, and we, when we got in touch again, I think it was just under three months, and she had put on 12 pounds. She had eaten foods she hadn't eaten in years, and she was feeling better than she had in years. And it was just like such a heartwarming, amazing uh, shift. Mm. And that was the, you know, the only thing that she'd done. I think I'd recommended some probiotics, which hadn't been a new recommendation for her, but uh, it was clearly a, a massive turnaround for her. And uh, as far as I know, you know, over three years later, she's still doing really great. So it completely had reversed and reversed uh, the disease, the process of her ulcerative colitis. Um, and, mm -hmm. But I, I don't see that many irritable bowel disease here. I have seen a few cases of rheumatoid arthritis. Uh, one I I just saw again recently, and it was really happy news in the summer. She's uh, late 30s. Uh, her and her husband were trying to get pregnant with their first child. And so she was trying to get off methotrexate over, you know, about a year ago. And with the LDN and a few other natural supports, we managed to get her in a stable enough place that she was able to withdraw the, the, the methotrexate. And, of course, uh, totally not something to be taken if you're trying to get pregnant. Um, and uh, she got pregnant. Uh, so that was the good news she brought on a sunny summer day where we sat outside uh, outside my office. Oh. Yeah, it was really fun. It was more of a social call because we were. I, I this year I I sort of erected a tent and uh, put out some chairs and uh, people really enjoyed sitting outside. And so I asked her. I remember coming in and I was like, kind of looking and saying, she might have a baby bump. You don't want to ask even as a doctor, uh, you know, inappropriately <laughs> soon. But I asked if she wanted to go sit outside and she was. I was literally like running after her. It was hilarious. Uh, to sit out there, and then she shared, yeah, that they were um, just under three months along. Everything was going great, and uh, she's due at the end of this month now, and not a complication. Her rheumatoid arthritis has been incredibly stable and doing really well. So, yeah, another success. What a story. fantastic story! Yeah, mm, <laughs> really good. And I mean, and clearly too. I mean, well, my thinking of in that too, and I was really grateful that I think it was two years ago the LDN conference um, almost sort of based out of Vegas, I, I 
Uh, yes. I videoed in, and it was one of the doctors whose name I was going to look up and forgotten. He was in Ireland, and he was using it largely for for infertility, and he felt very comfortable using LDN in those women. Dr. Phil Boyle. Phil Boyle? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so that gave me a lot of confidence to do the, to do the same. To do the same. Uh, you know, I sort of said, well, if we were being conservative, maybe we'd stop the first trimester, but Dr. Boyle uses it throughout, and it has a, you know, it made a lot of sense that it would improve the hormone profile with the... Um, um, uh, with the endorphins and other pieces that are being upregulated with it. And uh, clearly it was, uh, in my mind anyway, a, contri- a positive contributing factor in this case. And he, it, Dr. Phil Boyle found that babies who had been um, all their, their mothers had been using LDN before and during and during breastfeeding that when the babies were born they were a better weight mm. they had less infections they were more content and generally happier babies than those that weren't taking ldn so that was quite interesting yeah, that's pretty- my mother would have been happy with me because <laughs> apparently i was i was a crier um, oh, wow. i was i was i was born five weeks early and apparently i didn't utter a word or or didn't murmur rather until it was my due date to be born mm-hmm. and then I cried solidly for like three months oh and <laughs> she used to push me down the bottom of the garden close all the windows and doors and just leave me because oh, no. nothing would uh, shut me up so as I was saying to have a really happy contented baby and both my girls were actually contented babies is wonderful so I'm sure mothers would be really pleased to have fit happy babies so it's yeah, very interesting it's, it's for a medication that is just so safe it always sort of makes me chuckle and uh you know people ask uh if it's going to interact with any medications because it is i mean it is just just so safe and doesn't interact with m- much of anything um you know there's always a, a couple few possible exceptions and even if you look at the possible side effects most of those are really based on the higher dose that was used for you know alcohol and heroin withdrawal which is such a higher different dose so it's most practitioners and patients should both feel very comfortable uh, taking it even during pregnancy uh, but autoimmune so what yeah uh, th- that was sort of the, the biggest case I've seen a few other rheumatoid arthritis cases that uh, we see some benefit um, one recently they've had trouble increasing the dose because a, a little bit but um, the only other case that, if, if, sorry to interrupt you there, but that I just wanted to share was uh, I've seen it really be a benefit for the immune system with the case of chronic Lyme disease, where um, just really briefly, uh, it wasn't even my patient, but I recommended her and her doctor try it out, and uh, she came and hugged me afterwards <laughs> because uh, pain, pain had gone down 70%, she reported, and her sleep was the best it had been in years, years. She said she was waking up laughing. <laughs> Uh, which always makes wow. me chuckle because, you know, one of the possible side effects can be a little bit of sleep disturbance, at least when people are adjusting to LDN. But it was for her, it was the complete opposite. She'd had the best sleeps ever. And, uh, uh, yeah, it was in one of those really heartwarming moments. And it was just a real offhand recommendation that I had for her and her doctor. Mm-hmm. So if a doctor came to you and was contemplating prescribing LDN but wanted some reassurance, what would you say? Uh, I would certainly say, I mean, just go check out the resources and look at the case studies. You now look at the LDN Research Org's website, the case studies, the huge and growing amount of interviews that, that you're doing, like with me, uh, to add some confidence. 
um, is really helpful because I think hearing from colleagues who uh, who've, who've used a lot of it is really reassuring. I mean, uh, you know, I've probably prescribed it, I don't know, over 50 or 60 times, which isn't a huge amount. But if you look at my mentor, Dr. McKinney, for instance, he's prescribed LDN to thousands and thousands of patients, so he has a real sense of its safety and efficacy. Uh, and so I think that that's what I say to them: just look at the re- growing resources and and re- rely on the, the the good opinion of your colleagues uh, and, and what we've seen in many many case studies. Okay, well, thank you very very much for taking the time to speak with us today, and good luck with your move and your new practice. Thank you very much. Thank you for uh, taking the time to interview me and sharing the good word about a remedy that yeah can be can be very supportive and for some people be life changing. So uh, thank you for spreading the good word. This morning I'm joined by Dr. David Corley from the United States. David is uh, practicing in New York and is also licensed in New Jersey. Thank you for joining us, David. You're welcome. Now, you were telling me that you use LDN for infertility. Could you tell us how you first got involved with that? Yes. In, uh, it was around December of 2015. We were looking for um, different medications that may uh, decrease inflammation and help our patients uh, with their fertility problems. We've always felt that uh, an inflammatory response is one of the key issues in um, infertility, and especially in the um, um, undiagnosed or, or um, unknown um, causes for infertility. And um, uh, when we heard about LDN, especially some of the um, cases that uh, Dr. Phil Boyle had been uh, working on, we elected to go ahead and try it with our population. And we had cases of uh, patients that were unresponsive to the standard medical treatment of either clomiphene citrate or the gonadotropins. And uh, we found out that we had um, or at least a 10 to 15% increase in uh, fertility or pregnancy rates um, by adding the, um, the LDN with our treatment regimens. Wow, that's pretty impressive because that's only been what five months. So right, mm-hmm. right. It's it's it um it seemed to have a, a pretty uh, well a, a sufficient response, usually with within the first uh, uh, four to six weeks of treatment. That's very good. So at the moment, then you haven't had any babies born that have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no, we can't say that we have we have <laughs> pregnancies, but we're ongoing pregnancies, but we don't have live births yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that that would be interesting, and maybe we can interview you again after the the next conference and um, oh, ha- have a, have an update. If you could keep um, data to share with us, that that would be really good. So, if there are any people out there, any couples that would like to see you. Uh, who uh, are struggling with infertility, how would they get hold of you? We, uh, well, they would get the hold to us through the, uh, um, through our main office, which is CYN Fertility. Um, that uh, number within the United States would be 315-469-8700. And we actually have a, a, a group of what we call our um, uh, international nurses that basically deal with our patients that are either out of state or out of country because we do deal with uh, patients that fly into uh, Syracuse for IVF treatments uh, from basically around the world. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. So if they don't have to travel to New York and you, you were talking about these nurses, how easy is it to get an appointment, let's say, on the West Coast of America or in England or in Europe? How, how would sure. people well, go about the, it? The phone? Oh, absolutely. The, the phone uh, consults are very easy. Uh, again, we just uh, have, the, have the patients, we schedule a time for them uh, to either call in or we call them. Uh, and we do everything that we, um, well, we kicked our initial interviews over the phone. Um, any treatment plans, we try to work in coordination with their local physicians uh, such that if they need um, uh, any kind of procedures to evaluate the, the uterus, the fallopian tubes, or their blood work, um, also monitoring, everything can be done there. Um, what we tend to do is try to, um, uh, anyone that's planning to do IVF in particular, then they could actually, then they could come to our offices. But uh, again, we try to work in conjunction with the uh, local physicians. Mm. That's good. So if they can't find a, a doctor that uh, is using LDN for infertility, a good place to start would be to, to contact you, I guess. Right. We could have them get involved with that. We're using a uh, compounding um, pharma, uh, pharmacy in the United States uh, called Apothecary. There's several different ones out there, I'm sure, and you probably have a list of, of some that we could even use internationally. Um, and, uh, of course, that's where we get our medications from. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, thank you very much for sharing our experience with us, David, and I really look forward to interviewing you again and to find out what the results are and what these births are like. Oh, absolutely, because we have, we have been totally pleased with the uh, uh, with what we're seeing, because these are, are basically patients that have, have tried just the standard therapy, and, and nothing has seemed to work. Um, LDN, and especially in, in uh, conjunction with diet, uh, um, we feel like all that is very supportive for the uh, for reproductive system, and uh, we are amazed. Uh, uh, that's really the best word I could say. We're just amazed at what we're seeing. Mm -hmm. And just out of curiosity, I mean, how many failed attempts have these women had that have found success with LDN? Well, that would that would vary uh, because there's the patients that are that are definitely the recurrent pregnancy loss patients that we're using it with, uh, and then there are the patients that basically have just had either failed intrauterine insemination cycles and, um, and predominantly failed IVF cycles. Uh, so here we have a situation where patients have gone through in vitro IVF in vitro fertilization uh, where we have uh, or where they have actually had good grade embryos transplanted uh, to the uterine cavity, but they just don't get pregnant. And then by um, incorporating uh, the LDN into our treatment protocol, um, again, it, preliminarily, we're seeing uh, just increased pregnancy rates, ongoing pregnancies, not an increase in miscarriages, which is a good thing when you're looking at a new medication. Mm -hmm. And uh, again, we're very hopeful to see um, uh, that translate into live births. Fantastic. Thank you. Any questions or comments you may have, please email me, linda, L-I-N-D-A, at ldnrt.org. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for joining us today. We really appreciated your company. Until next time, stay safe and keep well.